Talk about uh, iZombie. Can you just explain it real quickly for people who might not be familiar? Okay, so iZombie is vaguely, and I mean vaguely inspired by a comic series that ran uh, on, it was a Vertigo series that has its whole world about the main character in that. She works in a graveyard and there's some stuff about people have two souls and I I don't really want to get into what it's all about because the show has nothing to do with uh, the series. The The show is about a woman named Liv who uh, played by a an actress named Rose McIver uh, who basically at the start of the show gets turned into a zombie. Um, she's a New Zealand actress. Uh, she's obviously an American. She's got an American accent in the show. And in this version of zombieism, you don't, become like the lurching shambling zombie immediately. If you can ingest brains on a regular basis, you basically stay human. You, you know, you don't go crazy. You can gain super strength in moments of extreme stress, but you don't lose your mind. You don't lose your sanity. You basically stay you. You just need to eat brains. The gimmick is that the brains that you ingest, you will experience the, um, the memories and the personality. So this show basically gives this actress and her boyfriend who in the second season gets turned into a zombie to save his life. They play all of these different characters while they're still playing themselves. So in one episode, she ingests the brain of a librarian who writes romance fiction on the side. So she makes like sex jokes and acts promiscuous sort of she doesn't sleep around but she acts horny but in another one she invest she ingests the brain of like a racist old man and so she's an asshole to everybody in another one she play she ingests the brain of i think a, a basketball player or a coach and so suddenly a woman who, who doesn't really like sports is coaching all these little kids um the show is really 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 fun the character's the actors are all really, really visibly loving hanging out with each other and making the show. It's got this really infectious sense of enthusiasm to it. Uh, and I, I, I really like it. Uh, the first episode was too much plot cause the plot doesn't matter. But the second one was just the boyfriend ingests the brain of a 15 year old girl. So he's making all these jokes about selfies and she ingests the brain of like a 30 year old banker. So she's, giving pep talks and is like super serious and is kind of like a young dad who doesn't know what he's doing. Okay. Um, one of my best, uh, one of my favorite lines is uh, two of them. She ingests this brain of a gamer who doesn't like to go out and she's supposed to have a date and she's dating a, a zombie. And so she calls him up and says, I'm sorry, I don't feel well. I don't think I can make it out. Oh wait, you're a zombie too. I can tell the truth. I ingested an agoraphobic's brain and I'm afraid to leave the house. Um, and then later she and her boyfriend are being intimate and he says, I, we can't do this. I'm sorry. I'm gay. And she's like, Oh God, it says, no, no, not permanently. I just, I think I ate the brain of a gay guy. 
next week I'm going to eat the brain of a super virile guy. I think I might dig up Wilt Chamberlain's brain. Jesus Christ. So <laughs> what? I'm going to put you on the couch here for a second. <laughs> talk, to, talk to us about zombies. Why zombies? There are some of us out, here who, out there who do not understand the attraction to zombies. Zombie this, zombie that. I mean... At least with like a vampire, there's like a lot of like thick like metaphor and irony and it you know and stuff like that. Whether you like it or not, werewolves just seem like bad, scary monsters. Well, the thing with werewolves is that they can't control what they are, you know. And so I meant zombie. Oh yeah, you did say werewolf. Uh, So I thought because I was thinking about werewolf fit on this spectrum because werewolf Mm -hmm. is actually potentially less interesting than zombies, although visually more, you know, appealing. Well, the thing with werewolves is it's just sad. You know, movies like an American werewolf in London, it's a funny movie, but it's ultimately a really sad movie because the main character can't do anything to stop his transformations. And so he just goes around killing people, including his friend Yep. until he is killed you know that's what the whole third harry potter movie w- that was about that i just did a commentary on prisoner of azkaban it was exactly D- david thulis as as a werewolf trying to control it and not hurt anyone and almost they have to like go back in time literally to fix the shit that he fucks up right exactly you know as and a werewolf by accident what is so um what sells the friendship between the different um the four people you know that he's one of their group is that they're willing to go through all of these like traps and tricks to find a way for Lupin to kind of contain himself and not kill anybody, but still be part of their lives to stay at Hogwarts to still feel like a person. Um, you know, there's this loss of humanity to becoming a werewolf. Um, that's kind of inescapable. Mm -hmm. This is a different take on zombies and it's worth mentioning. You said vampires. Some of this is just fad, you know, vampires were much, much, much more popular you know, in the, probably the first five to 10 years of the 21st century. And then yeah. they went away and were pretty Buffy. much. This, no, this, no, this was, this is what I was talking about earlier. This exact thing was the transition from the obsession with vampires and werewolves to the obsessions with zombies, which happened. Yeah. Like five or 10 years ago. Yeah. You know, the twilight fad pretty much ended the, uh, fixation with vampires and zombies pretty much stepped in right, you know, right around the time twilight, was running out of popularity. That's when the walking dead came on. And that's when we went from getting all kinds of like drac vampire shitty movies to strange zombie movies. You know, we got warm bodies, which is about a zombie who falls in love with a chick. And it's just this like goofy teen comedy. Um, that would have been a vampire movie in like 2004. Um, yeah, but I guess, you know, let me preface this by saying, I hated Twilight as soon as I heard the conception of it. Right. I forced myself to watch the first movie because I knew I wasn't going to read the book and thought it was dread beyond dreadful. Mm-hmm. And it seems like the movies just got worse. Um, and the books are pretty trashy. However, at least the memorable things are human relationship based in that case. Whereas, like, you know, of, of everything I've seen in Walking Dead and heard of, I know about Rick Grimes, I knew some of these side characters, but it's just about, like, the brutal ways that zombies are killing people and stuff, which is totally cool. I, it, you know, if people are into that, that's fine. I just, uh, it, that it's, it's an interesting genre change because it's really a completely different genre, I guess is what I'm getting to. Vampires and, and zombies. And, uh, well, uh, to get a little psychological, I yes. think vampirism 
and to an extent, I would say werewolfism are ultimately based around these kind of what I would call fears of the self. You know, it is vampirism is fear of human sexuality. I mean, I've said that enough times that I don't need to repeat it again. But even in its origin, vampirism was always about sex. And then werewolves is about unchecked human emotion, you know, of giving into the rage, the beast within, et cetera, et cetera. Zombieism is always about fears of the unknown. Of We talked about this with Walking Dead, of the oncoming horde of faceless other that is coming to kill you and take everything that you have, which is a reason why zombies are feel very like an American horror concept, whereas vampires are very British. Um, you know, because this idea of the oncoming horde feels like a very American idea. Where I zombie is actually a little bit different is that it presents the zombies as human and actually needing to be protected. This episode, this season is about finally the world is starting to realize there are zombies. There are some zombies who basically run companies that are trying to plan ways to painlessly integrate zombies into the rest of society so that they're not just hunted down and killed. But the zombies are portrayed as people. You know, she runs a school where all the, where all the little kids are undead. And one of the humans on the show, a detective named Clive Babineau, played by a guy named Malcolm Goodwin, discovers that this kid that he kind of took under his wing when he saved her mom from an abusive husband became undead at some point. And then he, in the season one premiere, is murdered. And he, the cop is really, really distraught over it and sees that zombies need to be protected. And so suddenly we are taking this fear of the unknown and what had previously only ever been a faceless monster coming to literally eat you to the ones who need to be protected, that zombies are a threat because they'll expose the brutality in humans, which is an idea that Walking Dead sort of hints at. And they are the ones that need to be protected. Walking Dead, it's, you know, blow their brains out. Nobody cares. Um, but it's humanizing the other, which I find fascinating and maybe a little bit necessary in 21st century Trump America. So what what makes something undead? Because, you know, when you're growing up playing role playing games, it's like these hilarious walking skeletons or the undead. Right. So. In, in this show, it's a virus that's transmitted via a scratch. And it's, no, it's, no, no. I'm sorry. That was my question. If you take apart the word undead, what specifically makes zombies undead as opposed to just having a fucked up virus? They are immune to physical damage. They feel pain, but if you shoot them, they will survive. They won't bleed to death. The only way they can be killed, basically, is to you know blow their brains out or, or some other you know, right. roast them alive, etc. Right, right, but I'm saying metaphysically they're seen as lost because if you're undead, it means you're just delaying the way to death. You're not al- really alive anymore in this true sense, right? That's what undead means. Well, this show is and That's changing. why it usually involved priests in the past, you know, like one of the guys on my D&D campaign, he's, he's literally like an undead priest. He's like, a, he's like a warlock or whatever. That's like his thing, like finding the undead, putting them to rest, blah, 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 blah. Right. You know, I'm more like hack and slash orcs kind of guy. You know what I mean? 
Uh, sure. It seems like uh, zombies have sort of gone in the middle of those two things because they still have, they're not just bones, you know? I mean, they have flesh. They have yes. things that would maybe make them almost human or related to humans. I'm just, I just, I never really thought about it before now because I'm not a big zombie person, but and this obviously it's called Fear of the Undead, blah, 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 blah Fear of the Walking Dead. Um, but in terms of undead, I, I just, I'd never really. Um, kind of looked at it that way it's really it, that that's interesting because then then there is no real reclamation project other than killing them like you, right you're, you're not doing them any favors doing anything other than killing them yes now this show is trying you know her friend her uh, the doctor she works with at a coroner's office um ravi uh chakrabarty played by a guy named rahul uh coley um nice he's uh, an english actor um, he is of Indian origin, so nice to see more diversity on TV. We don't necessarily get a lot of character actors of Indian nope. descent, so that's cool. Um, he is trying to find a cure for her. Although more in than other of, Asians, but never mind, go keep going. True. Yeah. Uh, you know, in terms of literally undead, she right. did die. She is killed in a boating act in a boat party, she is clawed to death by a zo- another zombie or there's, I don't remember exactly what happens, but she is killed and she becomes mm-hmm. a zombie and reanimates. So she is undead, but no, a lot of the zombies that she encounters were human who just got scratched and became zombies. They never did die. So in fact, they aren't in fact the undead except in the sense that they cannot die. So, Un is not the correct prefix. I don't know what it would be, but they, they are incapable of dying. They can be killed, but they don't die naturally. Well, no, but they've muddied the waters by calling it Walking Dead. I mean, I when right. I let's put it this way. I wasn't into any of the vampires, werewolves, uh, zombies growing up. But if I, if I looked at it in the traditional way, vampires seem to be more traditional undead creatures. Yes. Zombies almost are like a new speciation of, of humans because they're just as... I mean, if anything, they have less spirit than we do, right? So they're more grounded. Um, right. They, But Walking Dead is literally accurate because in that show, you have to die to become a zombie. The zombie virus might kill you, but you will die. You will suffer total brain death, and then the virus will reanimate you as a zombie corpse. And then there's – so far as I know, there's never been a cure discovered. The show – hints in season one finale that the French were working on it. But that's like saying there's a cure on the moon because in a country that doesn't have power, there's no way you could ever get to France and there's no, that's a rumor anyway. It might turn out that that's completely untrue. 